Welcome everyone to today's episode and we have a very special treat for you today. My youngest sister, Jessica, is going to be joining us and given that the holiday season is upon us, we are going to be talking about the five love languages and how you can use this knowledge to integrate it into the way that you're gift giving this holiday season. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the 12 Inches Away podcast, a space for women who are ready to stop living in fear and start living with peace and confidence. I'm your host, Shoni Doosling, a personal development coach on a mission to help women liberate themselves from anxiety and mindsets that are holding them captive so they can get back to owning their life. Join me every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for helpful mindset hacks and tangible takeaways you can use to master your thoughts and unlock your full potential. So hi, Jessica. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. (laughs) So I wanted to talk to you about love languages because you are very thoughtful about the gifts that you give and you're very intentional about really figuring out what people like and then giving them gifts based off of that. So... I wanted to ask you, for those of us that are listening, or those who are listening, who don't know what the love languages even are, what are they? And how did you kind of learn about them? So the five, langu- five love languages are affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. I learned about these a few years ago now when I was with YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, um, and they taught us about that. And then I've kind of just heard about it or seen it since then in just like random quizzes or random classes in college or something. So yeah, that's about when I got introduced and it's, it's pretty handy to know so that you can actually value people in the way that they feel value yeah I really like that because none of us are the same and I know that there are I mean this there's definitely this obsession at Christmas with getting physical gifts so that's exactly why I thought that this would be a good thing to talk about because sometimes receiving a physical gift isn't actually what people what would make people feel the most loved? So Mm -hmm. like, can you tell us a little bit more about each of the five in detail so that we can, yeah, just so we get a better sense of what they are? Well, I've seen this, I don't know, meme, picture, cartoon, whatever, on Facebook and Pinterest and just random things before that I think helps to explain them pretty well. And it's the five love languages according to coffee. So if you were to use coffee as the example. So if your love language is affirmation, 
then it would be like, your coffee is delicious. And then that would make them feel valued. If it was acts of service, you'd say, oh, I made you a coffee. If it's receiving gifts, it's here's a coffee. If it's quality time, it's let's go get a coffee. And if it's physical touch, it's let me hold you like a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) And the difference then between the acts of service and the gifts one, can you just tease that out a little bit more? Yeah, so the acts of service one where it's like, I made you a coffee, it's the services that they actually took the time to make it for you. The receiving gifts one where it's like, here's a coffee, that could just be that they bought a coffee and they gave it to you. Okay. So that's the difference there. Okay. So if people are, I mean, Christmas is almost here. So if people are trying to incorporate this into their gift giving, how could they go about doing that? I think it's important to just think about the people that you love and that are close to you and how they have showed you love before and how you have seen them kind of at their happiest. Like, when are they happy? Are they happy when they hear really nice things about themselves that really affirm who they are? Does that make them happy? If so, then you could write them a note just saying, like, how much you love them and the reasons why. Mm. Because for affirmation, it's important that it's not like, you're pretty. And, like, that's it. I mean, that's nice to hear, but it's nice as well if it's like, you're so kind and I've seen it this way and I've seen you do this and like, I love you because this and this and this and I value our friendship because you are such a good listener and but like actually talking about them Mm. is really important. So it's a bit more specific then. It's not just a generic statement that could apply to anyone, but it's a specific statement that pertains to that person in particular. Exactly. And obviously, if you say some stuff, it's going to apply to more than one person. If you're like, and you're beautiful, like, yes, there are many beautiful people in the world, but it's still nice to hear and to say to them. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. If you've noticed that some people love it, if you do the dishes, or if you clean up, or if you help them paint a room, or move some lumber or something like if those things have made someone actually respond with a lot of gratefulness and happiness then that's probably how they feel loved is by acts of service so in order to make people feel loved at christmas with that you can always be asking whoever helps to prepare the the big meal you can help them prepare the meal and you can help them clean up and you can help people wrap their presents and you can help them plan an event that you can do during this COVID time that would bring people together. Like you can do, there are many different things that you could think of to do if that's how they feel loved. I really like the acts of service and how there's a lot of opportunities to give acts of service at this time where there's so many things that need to be done do you have any suggestions in terms of gifts that people could give that are acts of service? Like, would it maybe be coupons for 
different services that you could offer them? A coupon book is a good idea. If they're doing construction on their house or something, you could just say like, hey, I'll help you paint or I'll paint a room for you. Or if you're good with woodwork, you could give them something that they need made out of wood. <laughs> or craft, I mean, crafting anything, making anything for them too. Yeah, I guess other things that you could do would be to offer like childcare services if they have kids. So maybe I'll babysit for one night a week for the next month because I know that it's a really busy month for you. Or maybe I will make you dinner. Yeah, those are good ideas. Yeah. But those are good ideas. My mind was only going, like if you're building a new house is kind of where my mind was and I couldn't think of anything else. So I think it's good your ideas too of you can babysit if if they have kids and they desperately need like a date night and you know that or just like time to talk like adults together then you can give them that yeah or if it's like a single parent then just if they just need some me time then you can just babysit for them and they can just finally get out and just go to the spa or go and do something on their own Yeah, or make them a meal, and that takes the stress off of, oh, what am I going to cook tonight? If they know ahead of time, I'm going to make you a meal this day, so you don't have to worry about a thing. I'll bring it to you. No worries. Yeah, I like those ideas. Yeah, well, they were yours, so I'm glad you like them. (laughs) (laughs) Receiving gifts is a pretty easy one, because (laughs) that's pretty much what we do at Christmas anyways. So just, but I, that's also nice to get one that is catered to what they actually like. Mm -hmm. So put a bit of thought into the gift and then it'll be well received Mm -hmm. as opposed to, for example, I don't have my ears pierced. So if you bought me and gave me earrings, that's nice, but I don't have my ears pierced. So (laughs) it's not really a gift. You didn't really think necessarily about me when yeah. you were getting a gift. So if you actually think about people and what are they like and what do they use and what would they really love to have or what do they need and then give that as a gift to them. Yeah, and I think I think this is something that our other sister Carrie, I think this is something she's really good at. I feel like she throughout the year she'll make a mental note of anything that we say that we need or that we would like and then she'll just pour those on to us at Christmas like crazy which is so nice. Definitely you get an abundance from Carrie at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes you do. (laughs) For quality time I think especially now just let people know that you care about them. Mm. Quality time is my love language that's my top one that's how I feel loved the most and so it's responding to people when they message like if I message you respond you know or if you think about me just send me a quick text being like hey how are you doing just thinking about you today or something like that or if you can get together then yeah go out for coffee go out and shop for Christmas presents with a friend or wrap presents together or go do Christmassy things like go ice skating and whatever you can within the legal restrictions of where you are (laughs) at this time. 
what other options for quality time? Yeah, so I guess for quality time too, if you're giving that, if you're trying to give a gift that gives people quality time, I suppose something that you could do too would be to give a physical gift of like a gift card to a restaurant and say like, I would love to take you out for dinner or something like that. So you're still giving them something if you feel like you need to give something on that day, but it's, it's a gift of future quality time together. Yes, definitely. And like some gifts that I've received before have been concert tickets. So then we would go to a concert together or my, my cousins gave me this gift and it was, we're going to go zip lining. And so then that was fun because then we had a day together to go zip lining, the four of us. So those are really good because I feel like a lot of us have a lot of stuff already and it's always nice to get good gifts that you appreciate and that really mean something to you but it's also really nice to just get an experience with people that you love the next love language and the last one is physical touch something that you could do if you're allowed is give someone a hug or pat them on the back or just hold their hand or just be close to them I'm not an expert on physical touch because that is not my love language by any means. When I took the test, my top one was quality time with like 10 and then all the others were like six and eight and then physical touch was either zero or two. Like it's not, it's not the way to my heart necessarily, but my way to show love to physical touch people is when they do touch me. I don't flinch, like, <laughs> because as a person who doesn't necessarily love physical touch, I don't want you rubbing my arm, and I don't want you touching me, <laughs> but I do have a lot of, I always know when someone's love language is physical touch, because they're touching me, and I'm like, oh, that is definitely how you feel love, or how you show love, because I'm very aware of it, because it's not mine, but if they are there and they're they have their hand on my arm or if they're like rubbing my arm my way to show love to the physical touch people is to not yank my arm away (laughs) and to not flinch away from them as if they're a disease or something (laughs) like (laughs) I just I just stay there and I calm myself and I'm like it's okay because I'm gonna show them love by me just taking it Just receiving the love from that friend or from that family member. Yeah. And I feel like you you find people that you're okay with it anyways. And you're like, yeah, this is nice. And other people are like, don't don't touch me. But (laughs) you you find the balance of like where you both feel valued and that they know you don't like it. So they don't do it often. But you know that they like it. So you allow them the space they need in order for them to feel loved and appreciated by you. Yeah. And I think what you said is important too. I mean, it's not with everyone, right? I think it's important to have that internal kind of gauge of who you're comfortable with and who you're not. And then to just be like, okay, yes, these are, these are my close friends. So it's okay. Yeah. And you don't need to force yourself to be comfortable with people who make you feel uncomfortable. Yes. That's very important. I think these are really tangible tips. And actually I was just thinking, For physical touch, I mean, given the COVID situation right now, 
it is really difficult. A lot of us can't even get together with family members or friends. So like you were saying earlier, you did a quiz. Is it a free quiz? Yeah, you can find, there's tons. Okay, so if someone wanted to do that, then they could just take the quiz to find out their own. But then I, I guess it's also a helpful realization to know, like when you took the quiz, that you, there were multiple ones that were high. So let's say that physical touch is the highest for someone. They just like to have a, like a hug when you greet them or whatever. But if that's not possible right now, then you can just kind of think of, okay, what is the second tier for them? And then how can I give them something or show love to them in relation to that love language during this Christmas season. Yeah, that's good. The thing with love languages too, though, is that the one that you give with isn't always the one that you receive either. So it's good to know, I mean, I'm quality time through and through, like I'll give you quality time and I will take quality time any day. But some people are gift givers, but how they feel they actually receive love is if you serve them somehow. Yeah, that's a really good point. So your receiving and your giving language isn't always the same. So I guess to distinguish between, like to be able to tell the difference, you just need to really pay attention to the person and just kind of see what the patterns are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think really for any of them, any gift you give, the common denominator here in all of them is that you've thought about the person. So in any way that you show love or give love, it's just important to think about who you're giving it to and then they should feel valued by that. I like that. And I think that really is a good way of building stronger relationships as well because you're just building that intentionality and putting others before yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You can also straight up ask people what their love language is. It doesn't have to be detective work, <laughs> you know, because like people often know as long as if you list them off nine times out of 10, they'll know. And if they don't, then you can usually figure it out anyways. Yeah. But you can also just ask. I like that. It doesn't have to be detective work. Yeah. And like, be like, do you like receiving gifts? No, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, good to know. Moving on. We'll do something else. I guess one last permutation would be that, especially with COVID, but also with people living all over the world. So how do you think that people could apply the love languages when it comes to living in a different country? Well, I mean, physical touch is obviously one that you can't really do. Mm -hmm. Quality time, you can video chat. I always like to video chat, like to actually see the other person's expressions and receiving gifts something that shown has done because we're in two different countries canada and singapore is that which just i mean the gifts and kind of its acts of service at the same time was when our sister um, she had to get some teeth pulled and so we have a family chat and our sister Carrie put in the chat different foods that you can eat when you have your teeth pulled. And she's like, if you guys want to bring any of these over, I wouldn't say no. And so mom and I are both here, 15 minutes away from her. But Shoni messages us and says, don't send this stuff to her. I'm going to send it to her. And she ordered it. Where did you order it from? There's a grocery store in the same town where she lives. So I just 
delivered it from Superstore. Exactly. So then it was an act of service because she's sick and her, well, she's not sick. Her teeth are, have been pulled. So she's in pain. And so then all the way from Singapore, Shoni was able to serve her by providing her with food that she could eat. And it was also a gift because she wasn't expecting it and it showed up at her door. And yeah, so I think you can definitely do a lot of things from far away. Words of affirmation, easy. Just text them something that's really nice (laughs) about them or send them a letter that's really nice. Yeah, or even like a video. You can make a nice video where you put together different clips of you together or pictures. Or honestly, it can just be a video recording of you saying a nice message to them. Yeah, definitely. So I think these are really good ways of doing things when you're not able to meet up. And I guess the other thing would be just getting gifts delivered. So using things like Amazon or Book Depository or all of these different platforms where you can buy the gifts and then get them delivered right to people's houses. So those are definitely things you can do. Well, thanks, Jess. I feel like that's a lot of really helpful information. Is there anything else that you feel like you would want to cover? I don't think so. Just think about the people that you love and do something about it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I like Well, thank you so much for this and for sharing. And I think it'll definitely help people as they're trying to figure out what to get for people and just how to show love. And honestly, this is a holiday episode, but these are things that you can apply all throughout the year. Like if it's a birthday or even if it's just a random day, these are great tips that you can apply all the time. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. And that brings us to the end of this episode. So we are going to have another special holiday episode next week featuring my mom. So I'm really excited for that. So do tune in next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for that one. And I will see you back here then. That brings us to the end of today's podcast. But don't worry, there are plenty more ahead. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for weekly chats on things like perfectionism and anxiety. If you're loving this podcast, share it with a friend and give it a five-star rating or leave a review to help us reach even more people. And as always, I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to connect, hop over to my Instagram or Facebook page and send me a message or comment on one of the posts. The links are in the show notes.